the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. So this amazing piece was done by me. Didn't see that one coming, did you? No, this is glory. This is called glory. So you see Jesus and those dench weights he's lifting because Jesus asked the question of you and I, do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift? We did a series called Vapor. So Solomon calls a lot of things meaningless in the English Bible. Hebrew word he uses is vapor. So I actually vaped a few Sundays. It was really probably the most profound thing I've ever done. I wasn't trying to be cool. I totally was cool. I wasn't trying to be cool. It's just when you breathe the vapor out after reading a verse where God has called something that you and I treasure as having real weight and calling it what it is, vapor, and watching the vapor disappear so quickly, it's actually horrific. It's completely horrific. When you start looking at verses talking about, um, say, uh, money, uh, seeing everything under the sun and all of it's meaningless, um, test yourself with pleasure, enjoy yourself, but this was also vanity. Um, when I considered that all my hands had done, the toil I, I, I used doing it, it was all vanity and striving after the wind. And then wisdom, what happens to the fool will also happen to me. Why have I been so wide? And I said in my heart, this is also vanity. This is also vapor. It, it's a waste. So I hated life because what is done under the sun was grievous to me for all is vanity and striving after the wind. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool, yet he will be master of all for which I toiled and used my wisdom under the sun. This is also a vanity. Because sometimes a person who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave everything to be enjoyed by someone who did not toil for it. This is also vanity and a great evil. Then for the visionary, for all his days are full of sorrow and his work is vexation. Even in the night his heart does not rest. This is also vanity. Um, for the, for the, for to the one who pleases him, God has given wisdom, knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he's given the business of gathering and collecting only to give to one who pleases God. This is also vanity and striving after the wind. Um, even animals. What happens to children of man also happens to beasts is the same. As one dies, so the other dies. They all have the same breath. Man has no advantage over the beasts, for all is vanity. Um, it's just absolutely crazy. I mean, when you think about this book and you compare it, the things he's talking about there are things of real meaning, things of real weight and value, like money, being a visionary, chasing after, um, being, running successful business, um, relationships. Uh, he talks about chasing after your desires, your passions. Like today, that is like totally still the main thing. And he's saying these things are vapor. They're just fleeting, chasing after the wind. They're absolutely nothing. And yet today we would say, but wait, we got Snapchat. Oh, wait, yeah, that's even more meaningless. We live in a society that needs this book so desperately. We talk about Ecclesiastes like it's depressing. It's not depressing. It's letting you know that all the things that you believe carry real weight and significance are vaporous and they carry no weight and significance, which then causes you to search after what is the one and the only true thing that is of significance. Jesus came that we may have life, life more abundantly. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish like the beast, 
but have eternal life. Guys, vapor doesn't have to be the bottom line. It's, it's, it's so much more. Vapor doesn't have to define everything. Your works are vapor. Your money is vapor. Your wisdom is vapor. It's all vapor. But what is left? Be still and know that I am God. In that, on the on the message alone, we can stop and rest in Christ as Lord and our Savior. We can then see the vapor for what it is and gain the one and only thing in the universe which has actual weight. Jesus lifting all the sin in the world, benching it upon the cross, lifting all all of it, that we could encounter glory, that we could move past the superfluous vapors of this world and into the real weight of glory. The Hebrew people, you see, Song of Solomon, I mean, sorry, Ecclesiastes isn't a depressing book. Song of Solomon is definitely not a depressing book. It's all bow, chicka, bow, wow, bow, chicka, bow, bow. But Ecclesiastes is not a depressing book because the Hebrew people chased after glory. Glory means weight. They would look and wave things up. Selah, we see it as a Hebrew word that appears in the Psalms, constantly written as Selah because no one truly knows what it means. But the rabbis say it means to weigh. It's not just to pause and have a moment or of reflection. It's to find the weight. Is there weight in this? The idea with Ecclesiastes is trying to find the weight and he's going, there's no weight in this. There's no sealer. There's no weight in this. It's vapor. It's vapor. It's vapor. But then you come and you find Jesus. You find the gospel. You find the cross. You find something of eternal weight. It goes beyond your comprehension. It weighs more than anything you could ever dream, ask, or imagine possible. And then you come to the point of Jesus asking, do you even lift? And you go, no, Lord, I don't lift, but thank you that you lifted. Thank you that you lift all mankind, that you're drawing all men to yourself. Thank you that you are reconciling all things to yourself. Thank you that you've called me to be a part of this amazing purpose. Thank you, Lord, that I can see past money, that it it has a means of use, but it's vaporous. Thank you, Lord, that I can see that the things in this world that were depressing me about my purpose, about my passions that I thought could fulfill me, but actually, once I've had those passions, they're fleeting, they're vaporous, they're gone, and I'm left hollow and alone. But thank you in you, Lord Jesus, I can be whole, I can be complete, I can be fulfilled. Do you even lift? Thank you, Lord, that you lift. Thank you that you've lifted me out of the mire, out of the clay. Thank you, you've lifted me out of my darkest moments of my life and you've lifted me into eternity, which isn't just longevity with you, but the quality of life, even higher than the quality of living of Iceland, which apparently is the highest in the world. Do you even lift? Do you even lift? Today, whatever weight it is you're carrying, allow Jesus to lift it. Allow him to lift you up and through. Allow him to give you something of real weight, something that you physically couldn't hold, your soul couldn't contain, had it not been for his work, his death and resurrection on the cross. May you experience life and newness. May you not allow the things of this world to define you and weigh you down, that you're not achieving much in areas of things that do not even matter. The greatest thing you could ever do is help someone else find something of true weight, of eternal value, which neither moth nor rust, nor the stock exchange, or the debt collectors can ever touch. Amen. We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.